at the check. Oh, nice. What's up, San Antonio? What's up, South Texas? All of Bear County. My name's Mike Jimenez. On this, the Super Bowl 58 Epic Super Bowl Edition show, because my goodness, what a great matchup we had last night between the Chiefs and the 49ers. Chiefs victorious 25-22 to in overtime. Again, my name is Mike Jimenez. Joe Garcia producing today's show. We are live exclusively on YouTube. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share this, by the way, with your friends and family and coworkers. Let people know we're doing what we're doing. But this is going to be a fun show because we're going to relive the glory that was Super Bowl 58 from last night get into what ha- would have happened if something else had happened. Like, like what if the Niners had won? Dude, Travis Kelsey would have been thrown under the bus because he bumped into Andy, <laughs> Andy Reid. <laughs> he but, scared but, the shit out of the old man. But if he, but they won, right? So that, that gets swept into the rug, right? We'll talk about all things like that. Usher's halftime performance, the Super Bowl commercials, which ones were our favorite. If you want to be part of the show, <clears throat> Uh, again, you're watching us on YouTube. You can leave a, a comment. We see lots of people already lining up right now. Tim Gonzalez saying he likes the new theme song. Charlie Hernandez is saying, what's going on, gentlemen? So people like the new intro. You know, Joe is always sprucing up this show, man. He's a professional when it comes to this. So we're excited about this. We're also available on all the major podcast formats as well. And the platforms, yeah. That's everything. right. So, you know, if you want to check us out on Spotify or iHeart app or whatever the case may be, yeah. people don't realize that. You can take us on the road. Again, you can watch us live, but you can take us on the road too. But uh, my goodness, last night, I'm still calming down a little bit, man, because <laughs> I told you I had no rooting interest in this game. No no, yeah. no dog in the fight. Yeah, You're just going to watch. I'm not a Chiefs fan. I'm not a Niners fan. But part of me was like, man, you need to have that epic storybook ending. You need to have Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift kiss at the 20-yard line. You need to have that. That was they, – they always say the script, right? That was part of the script. But what I wanted to have was a game that was not going to be decided by the officials. <coughs> I yeah. wanted to have a game that was well-played, and it was like a chess match. And last night we were treated to that at Super Bowl 58. Chiefs victorious 25 to 22. And there's a lot of second guessing going on right now as to whether Kyle Shanahan should have kicked the ball first at uh, uh, the start of overtime uh, because he he elected to receive, right? Uh, beyond all that, the, the history behind who won this, Patrick Mahomes not only getting his third Super Bowl ring, but his third Super Bowl finals or Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, man. And what that does and and how that puts him in history because a lot of people are already referring to him as the goat and i would not fault you for that he's got the clutch gene man he he does clutch he does bro. he he took the torch from tom brady this is now his league and he took a team that was not that good to the super bowl and <laughs> won he's throwing the scrubs man except for Kelsey. exactly exactly and then the whole story about michael hardman catching the touchdown at the very end and how uh, the Chiefs uh, traded him for him to come back during the season. Uh, and how Aaron Rodgers' injury helped the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Who would have thought, right? Week one all the way to the Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers had an effect. But my goodness, it was so much fun watching last night's game. Uh, I've got to, like, detox this week because oh, too much drinking at the rodeo, too much drinking after the rodeo, too much drinking 
at the Super Bowl party. I got to chill out, man. Man, detox it, for five or six days. I got to say, man, every time you drink a beer and you post it out on social media, bro, you get roasted. The side eye. It's like you're you're making love to the cup. You know, I'm like, <laughs> why is Mike like this? You know, well, you're drinking just, it. And... Just to borrow Usher. Want to make love to oh, the cup. Man, man. To the cup. That's nightmare fuel, bro. Every time I see that shit come out on my freaking <laughs> Twitter line, I'm like looking, looking. I'm like, oh, So man. La- last night at the Super Bowl party that I was at, you know, I grab a slice of pizza and then I had a burger and then I had a chicken on a stick. Jeez, and I was thinking to myself, man. my God, the diet just went out the <clears throat> freaking window. And it was shot after shot after shot. Fireball. No, I had, didn't have any fireball this weekend. Out of all the things that I drank, had a lot of beer at the rodeo, um, had some some bourbon, had some whiskey, but none of it was the cinnamon flavored variety. variety. Yeah. No, not at all. But my goodness, uh, funny thing about the Super Bowl as we, before we get into the Super Bowl, uh, I run squares, right? So yeah. I run the traditional squares, and I posted on Twitter at MJ Acquired Taste the Super Scenarios game that I've created. And the Super Scenarios game shows that I like to do things where, you know, you're assigned a, a particular uh, randomly assigned a certain scenario. Like uh, I won one, which was Kansas City was going to get a fourth down uh, conversion. Right. Uh, somebody missed an extra point and somebody won a part of a jackpot on that. And uh, it's fun. My friends seem to like this. Uh, I call it Super Scenarios. It's basically a bunch of prop bets. And uh, the, the pot is divided by how many of the prop bets get hit. Uh, it's 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 fun. But the uh, funny thing about it, though, is, is that I had read the day before the Super Bowl that when it comes to Super Bowl squares, the best square to have historically, they went back in time and they looked at every single game, not just the Super Bowl, but they went back in time to all the regular season games and all the playoff games to see what square numbers would hit the most often, most frequently. Zero, zero. Is considered to be the best square in all of the squares. And it hit twice yesterday, first and third quarter. Guess what is the worst square to have? Wait, what is the worst one? 2-5. Really? And it hit yesterday. Niners with 22. Chiefs with 25. It was the worst square. So the, the, the best square and the worst square ended up winning most of the money yesterday. Found that to be fascinating. But again, you could be part of the show. If you check us out on the Alamo City Sportscast, you can leave a comment or two. If you want to buy us a coffee, top right, there's a QR code. It's like a tip. You know, you tip us if you uh, want to send a few bucks our way. You can also be part of the Super Chat. Leave a tip that way, and we uh, will allow you to dictate the conversation for a while because we talk, we start talking about what your your comment is all about. Yeah. It's, our, a, it's a special day, by the way. It is, is it? February 12th. It is a special day, a big momentous day within the Alamo City Podcast Network because we have a brand new show. Joe, tell us about it. Yeah, so we're going to have a brand new show that's going to be premiering later on today. And that's going to be Sweep the League, you know, with our our own boy right here, uh, Rudy Campos Jr. Yeah. He's going to be bringing you a show every day in the afternoons, Monday through Friday. Episode number one is going to be taking place today from 2 to 3.30 p.m. And I've also made Rudy a nice overlay. He has got a nice intro and all that nice. to kickstart his venture uh, into this, you know, podcasting realm where he's going to be doing the afternoon show. We bring you the morning. Rudy and, and his crew are going to bring you the afternoon. And you can follow Rudy Campos Jr. on Twitter slash X at Sweep the League. Yep. 
And uh, Coach Gio is also going to be part yeah, of the show. He's in the chat right now. Yeah, uh, it, it's we are expanding what we're doing. Okay, so at the beginning of the year, Joe and I had the vision of expanding this network, and we're now getting closer and closer to 700 subscribers. We restarted this the first week of January. We are now moving forward. We're progressing in the right direction. But it's thank it's thanks in part to all the people who listen and watch us. But yeah. we got to keep spreading the word because we come across people who are like, dude, we didn't know that you're doing a show. So we're picking up one person at a time, two people at a time. Uh, I've been told that uh, sometimes we have our show at bars. We have our show really? at <laughs> office buildings and stuff like that. But I need you guys to subscribe because we're no longer on Facebook. We're no longer on Twitter slash X anymore. Uh, but uh, again, Rudy Campos Jr. with his show starting today at two o'clock. There it is. You got all the deets right there. We're excited about it, man. We're excited Check about that it. Out. Well, no, and I want to say something else too, man. I want to go ahead and give another shout out here. Yeah. Got to give a shout out to our boy, man. Friend of the show, Spernandez. Yeah. It's my brother's birthday, man. So happy birthday to you. He says, this is 41. Uh, dude, I saw that earlier today. And, and Spernandez is a great guy. Uh, one, two, three, four, United States Marine Corps out there in San Diego, California. Representing, man. From San Antonio, John Jay High School, Exit 7, all that stuff. But beyond all that, I was surprised that he's 41. I would have thought he was closer to 45. Really? No, yeah. brother, brother still looks young, man. He does. He does. Looking good, my friend, at 41. Looking good. Happy birthday to you, Fernandez. Uh, last night's game was thrilling. It was thrilling. It was a defensive battle. And here's what I didn't know about the Chiefs and their three Super Bowls. And, Joe, I don't know if you knew this stat. All three Super Bowls that they've won – they were down double digits in oh, yeah. every single game. At halftime, man. Patrick Mahomes just has the clutch gene. And it looked like the nine, the uh, the Niners were going to buckle early on because you, you saw the, um, the, the Chiefs run down the field early in the game and uh, fumble the ball inside the, the, inside the red zone. And then what happens? Travis Kelsey runs over to Andy Reid, his head coach, and just bumps <laughs> into him. Now, Andy Reid weighs like 400 pounds, so he wasn't going to fall to the ground or anything. But if he had ran into anybody else, a, a skinny head coach, Kelsey would have knocked him on his ass. Yeah. But, you know, that's a, that's a, that's Andy a big – Andy Reid's a big guy. That's a big dude. And it's so funny because I had to have a Spurs twist on this. I had to have a really? Spurs twist on this. I tweeted out there that this is what – Tim Duncan should have done to Popovich oh, oh my after Ray L. Allen hit that three-pointer in the 2013 oh. NBA Finals because, as you know, Tim Duncan was removed from that game. One of the best defenders in NBA history was yeah. removed from that play. That last play. And why was Kelsey so pissed off? It's because they took him out. They were in the red zone. They were, like, inside the 12-yard line. They were in the red zone, and he's like, wait a minute. Why are you taking me out of the game? As you know, Kelsey should not be applauded for what he did, but let's just say this I understand he was pissed because what Andy Reid did and whoever was making the play calls, which I believe it is Andy Reid, if I'm not mistaken, is boneheaded. You have the greatest tight end, or one of the three greatest tight ends in, in NFL history, Hall of Famer, who is still at a high level, who has had multiple touchdowns this playoff season yeah. playing at a high level and it's also Patrick Mahomes a safety blanket and he's also a good blocker as well 
You take him out of the game. Even if he was a decoy, you took him out of the game. Now, the play before was a long pass, right? Yeah. And he wasn't the one who caught the ball. So I understand that if he had caught the ball and had been running 30, 40 yards down the sideline, that you take him out so that he can catch his breath. But that wasn't the case. He's there going, why the hell are you taking me out of the game? And he runs over and just bumps into Andy Reid. Now, I saw a lot of people on Facebook. First of all, everything is politics these days, right? Yeah. And I know, I know all the magas of the world were sitting there uh, with their memes and their photoshops and all that stuff to celebrate San Francisco beating Taylor Swift's boyfriend's team. The uh, the poster child for Pfizer and the, the COVID boosters, Travis Kelsey, they were all ready to go, man. They were all fired up. They had all been photoshopped. You know, the uh, the tweets had been typed out. They were just about to hand sit send, right? All the Facebook comments were ready to go. And then they want the last second, right? But Travis Kelsey gets to, to live another, to see another day. I saw people on Facebook today saying, I cannot believe Andy Reid didn't just bench him the rest of the game. Dude, there is money on the line. There are legacies on the line. And guess what? Andy Reid was not going to look at Travis Kelsey and say, how dare you bump me? I'm going to sit your ass down the rest of the game and, and cost this team a, a chance at a Super Bowl. That was not going to happen. Yeah. That is stupid thinking is what that is. And it's also somebody who's probably just doesn't like him to begin with because I know the politics of these people. And it's just one of those things where I look at it. Travis Kelsey ended up having a huge game. Travis Kelsey, first half, had one yard of receiving. Finished the game with 93. He was basically telling Andy Reid, Andy, you're a future Hall of Fame coach. The fuck are you doing not getting me involved in this game? Remember how the Cowboys would have CeeDee Lamb go out there and CeeDee Lamb somehow get taken out of a game like he just disappears? And we'd always say, Dak should just force the ball into CeeDee Lamb. Just force it. You know, because Tom Brady never had his targets taken out. You know, the, the greats never have their star receiver, their star tight end taken out. You force it into him. And Kelsey, a quarter and a half into the game, was there going, what the hell is going on? We're down 10 po or we're, we're down a, a touchdown now, 10 to three. Someone throw me the freaking ball. And he knows that Mahomes will find him. Exactly, man. So Kelsey getting pissed off was not a bad thing. But imagine if Kansas City had lost this game. Dude, the far right political circles would have had a field day just feasting on Travis Kelsey saying, hell, he lost his cool. And it shows how immature he is. All that shit goes away because Kansas City ends up winning this game 25 to 22. And the legacies that are created from this, Travis Kelsey now with three rings, Patrick Mahomes, three MVPs. And I feel bad. If there's anybody I feel bad for in this whole thing, Jawan Jennings. Really? Of, of San Francisco. Jawan Jennings was this close to being named the MVP of the game. Who would have had Jawan Jennings? Because I don't think Purdy would have gotten it. Purdy, 23 for 38, 255, one touchdown. Eh, 12 yards rushing. Eh. I mean, Christian McCaffrey had 160 yards combined offense. Yeah. But it was Jawan Jennings who had a touchdown reception, and he was the one on the trick play who threw the touchdown to Christian McCaffrey. That guy was in line to win the MVP. Very much like Danny Green was in line to win it back in 2013 for the Spurs. You have this role player 
who went out there and had the game of his life or the series of his life when it came to Danny Green. Brock Purdy played very good, dude. He 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 didn't play he great. Did. He played he played he played competently. Good yeah, exactly. I mean, no interceptions. That's 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 what Brock Purdy does. He gets them in line. But the biggest play of the game had to have been the blocked extra point in the fourth quarter, which which kept the game within three points. It allowed Kansas City to tie the game. That was the biggest play of the game for me right there. And then you go off and you go into overtime. And San Francisco elects to receive the ball. That is dicey, okay? Because the new rules came into, into effect with this game when it came to the playoffs. Because back in the day, remember, back in the day, first team to score, right? Wait. And then it became, well, first team to score a touchdown, right? If, you, if you're the first team to get the ball and you score a touchdown, game over. Now they're like, no, 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 no. One team scores a touchdown. The other team gets a chance to, to score a touchdown. Still gets a, a chance to get the ball. San Francisco elects to, to get the ball. They go down the field. And Chris Jones on third down just disrupts a pass play. They had to settle for a field goal. Now, the thing is, as it was pointed out on ESPN this morning, which I, I found this to be a, a very astute point, was that if you give uh, Kansas City the ball second and they know that they have to score, you gave them an extra down because now they have four downs to play with because they have to use that fourth down. But the excuse that Kyle Shanahan said was this. If Kansas City had tied the game at 22 apiece, then it's the next team to score that wins. It's not like college football where one team gets it, the other team gets it. One team gets it, the other team gets it. It is basically old school rules after each team has one possession. So Shanahan was there basically saying, look, if we score, then they score. We get the ball back. Field goal wins the game. Yeah. But the opposite is also true. Kansas City knows that they have four downs to play with. They marched the ball down the field. I thought Kelsey was going to take it in, dude. That would have been the storybook ending right there. If Kelsey had taken it in, got tackled the four-yard line, dude, I thought he was going to rumble his way, dude. I thought the Yeti was loose. Oh, man. And he almost he almost made it all the way into the end zone, getting that first down. And then you have the uh, go-ahead or the winning touchdown to McColl Hardman. McColl Hardman, three catches for 57 yards and the game-winning touchdown. It almost seemed as though they didn't know what happened. It was like everyone didn't realize the game was over at that point because there was no big celebration right away. They're all looking at each other like, wait a minute. New rules. The game's over. We just won. McCall Hardman started the season. Now, he has two rings from earlier with the, uh, the the Chiefs. He was drafted like in 2019. Ended up going to the Jets to play with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers gets hurt in week one. McCall Hardman was benched. Not even told not to suit up. <clears throat> Think about that. Week four or five of the season, he's being told, you're not even allowed to suit up for the fucking Jets. Jeez. And then what happens? You, you see what, what goes on with the Chiefs because the Chiefs were having issues with uh, certain receivers not being able to catch the damn ball. And they said, we want McCole Hardman back. They traded a six-round draft pick to get McCole Hardman back along with the seventh-rounder. So they got a, kick back, a, a, a pick back in return. McCole Hardman catches the game-winning touchdown in Super Bowl 58. Now, I got confused, by the way, because if you notice on the clock, there was like two seconds left. I was like, wait a minute. 
what happens if it goes to zero? Is the game over? Because <laughs> I don't even know the new rules. Yeah. But uh, apparently, according to Tony Romo, if the clock had gone to zero, they would have put 15 more minutes up on the clock and they would have just switched sides of the field. But goodness, man, McCole Hartman catches that. Can't say Chiefs win their third Super Bowl in recent years, third and five years, I believe. They're and a dynasty now, man. They are a dynasty. And even one of those two years where they didn't win, they actually went to the Super Bowl. So, my goodness, the conversation about the GOAT when it comes to football, Patrick Mahomes is right there with the guys, man, because he has three, and there's only a handful of quarterbacks. What they have, We have uh, Bradshaw. You have Brady. You have Aikman. You've got uh, Patrick Mahomes. There's probably like two others along the way. Yeah. I was actually talking. We were doing like a test stream yesterday after the game. Yeah. With Rudy Campos getting him ready for today's show. And when we were doing the test stream, test stream, we were talking about, you know, Patrick Mahomes. And I was like, is he going to be the new Tom Brady? Right. I said, because he's got the tools. He's already like, a, he's, Brady, he's Brady-esque right now. He is. He's not full on Tom Brady. But he's got that clutch gene, so he can go ahead. And if you give him some time, and there is time on the clock, he can go and march up the field, kind of like Brady, put the team on his shoulders, and get the dub, get the, the win. The one quarterback I forgot to mention that has three to, uh, three or more Super Bowls is Joe Montana. By the way, the biggest jerk I've ever met. Really? As an athlete or a former athlete that I've ever <laughs> met as a journalist before. David Otwater reaches out to us. On our YouTube stream and says, so many Niners fans, I'm glad that they lost. As a Cowboys fan, I'm also glad they didn't get to six rings before us. You know, it's funny because uh, Cowboy fans were mentioning on Facebook, like, they were saying, hey, you know, um, the last time San Francisco won a ring was before us, right? It's been 28 years for us. It's been like 29 for them. Ha, ha, ha. I get it. I mean, there's nothing unfactual about that. That is a correct statement. But San Francisco has been making their way to the Super Bowl. They've been losing them, but they've been making them in recent years, and they have made runs. So it's a little bit different. But I, but you're you're right, man. You're right. Coach Geo makes the point that Kadarius Tony didn't even dress. Cinder block hands, my man. Cinder block hands. But uh, other people make making mention of the fact that uh, Greenlaw, the uh, star defensive player for. San Francisco got hurt in the second quarter, and that was a big deal. They had two key injuries. Well, Kittle also got hurt in the fourth yeah. quarter. Shoulder. Yeah, and he uh, he came back, but he, you know you don't know if he's the same when they when they come back. But uh, you know you take a look at all the different things that go on. Andy Reid, definitive, definitively a first ballot Hall of Fame coach, and you might actually say that he's probably top three of all time. That's amazing yeah. because Andy Reid. Five years ago was what? The guy who could never win it. The big game. And now he's been four years. You know, uh, you know, you, you have uh, uh, three wins. I mean, dude, Andy. Now Reed who's the, the guy that can't win the big game? Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan. <laughs> and you know what? Coach Gio brought up a good point, too. I think he said he was the offensive coordinator for the for the Falcons when they lost in the Super Bowl. The epic Super Bowl meltdown. Yeah. He was their OC. And now he's the head coach of the 49ers. And they were talking with him, and he's like, you got to, you know, leave it all out on the field. You know, you got to play to win. You got to take it from them. You know, he was telling his team, in order to win the Super Bowl, you got to go out there and you got to take it from them. Right. You know, because they're not going to give it up easy. 
think about all the things that needed to happen for Kansas City to win this game. All the different things that needed to happen. Dude, they had to get a fourth down conversion. Yeah, man. In the final drive. They needed a blocked extra point. They needed a, a weird play where the ball was punted and it hits the back calf of a Niners player that <laughs> causes that, a dude. fumble. The Niners had this, but the football gods took it away from them. And as you and I mentioned on Thursday, our last show before the Super Bowl, you give Patrick Mahomes the chance to win the game, he's going to win the game. You need to step on his neck and get him out of the game and make it so that he's no longer a, a factor in the game. you got to yeah. make him one-dimensional. But look at all that they did there. Dude, Patrick Mahomes had 66 yards rushing on top of the 333 yards passing. Isaiah Pacheco, he had that big fumble early in the game, uh, but he was a battering ram for 59 yards. Look at this. As I'm looking at this, at, at, at both of these teams, this is why the Cowboys are not a good team or not a great team. They might be a good team, but they're not a great team. Yeah. Neither one of these teams abandoned the run. Neither one of these teams decided just to air it out. They both decided to have well-balanced play calling. And they both have really good defenses, man. And Kansas City has one of the youngest secondaries in the entire NFL, <laughs> average age of just 25. And they stepped up. That defense stepped up. And it's the old saying, what wins in, what wins in, in, in the Super Bowl, in the playoffs? Defense, defense. running, Competent coaching and competent quarterback play, no mistakes. And that's what these teams did. It was that fumble, though, that kind of got things going in the fourth quarter for the Chiefs, where I was like, oh my God. Well, I don't know if that was the third or the fourth quarter, but that that punt that got fumbled there, I mean, that's there's no one's fault for that. Jason Garcia reaches out to us. Thank you for listening in Portland, Oregon right now. It says San Fran will have it rough next season. Rams and Seahawks reloading and gunning for the Niners. That is true. But if this Niners team has Brock Purdy on that rookie deal where he's making $900,000 to $1 million a year, where everybody else is paying $40, $50, 55000000 for their quarterback, the Niners are at an advantage when it comes to that. The Niners just have a very solid team, man. I mean, the weapons of McCaffrey and Ayuk and Debo Samuel and uh, and uh, Jennings. I mean, they just had so many different weapons out there. They were healthy. Brock Purdy, though, man, was minutes away from his storybook ending of going from Mr. Irrelevant to winning the Super Bowl and potentially being the MVP. Yeah. Brock Purdy, he has proven that he is elite. We can never have the conversation again. That he's not elite because his asshole did not pucker this entire playoff season. It did not pucker in the Super Bowl. He was confident what he was doing. He was making good passes, making good reads. It's just the, the uh, Chiefs defense, man. The linebackers and the edge rushers were getting to him. And, uh, dude, when you, when you take a look at the Chiefs right now, Nick Bolton with 13 tackles, five of them solo yesterday. Chris Jones. Didn't show up in the playbook, dude, or on the box score. But Chris Jones was just wreaking havoc. He was just for If you look at Brock Purdy's 15 incomplete passes, I bet you Chris Jones was factored in half of them, just chasing after him. You don't, I mean, you might get the pressure stat, yeah. but you don't get the sack stat. 
You look at the deflection stat, but the Chiefs bent but did not break. The Niners played so well. Both of these teams deserve to win. This was a treat last night. One of the best Super Bowls we ever had. I called my dad this morning, yeah, and was. my dad was like, oh, Michael, I cannot believe how great of a game that was. And it forced you to take a side. And and the only the only person that did not take a side was Elmo on Sesame Street because he tweeted out there, and I retweeted this yesterday, oh, that when both teams are wearing red, he decides to cheer for both teams. <laughs> Fucking Elmo, dude. Damn. <laughs> I retweeted it with, pick a side, dude. Pick a side. Coach Gio says uh, the defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo had a great game plan. Dude. Both sides, man, of the ball were, were good. And and you really can't fault many of the decisions that were being made. It was an epic battle between these two teams, and it was all about adjustments. And you know what? Joe, I will even say this. Chiefs would not have won if Travis Kelsey hadn't bumped Andy Reid. Yeah, it woke his ass up. But you know what? Dude, that is, say that one more time again. It did what? It woke, woke him up. his ass up because Andy Reid, who's a great play caller, had his thumb up his ass the first quarter and a half. <laughs> and it was like Kelsey was like, wake the F I'm up. right here. I'm healthy. Throw me the damn ball. Yeah. You want to win this shit? Throw me the damn ball. You know, woke his ass up. But the other thing was credit to Andy Reid and the way that he won that game on that final play of that drive. Yeah. That was a ballsy freaking play because he finally got him. He, he made him think he was going to do something else. He he took a, a page out of the 49ers playbook and tricked him. Oh, on the final play? The final play. The, final, pl the final play was actually uh, the same play that they used to win a playoff game last year <laughs> where, where the receiver cuts in yeah. and they hike the ball and he shoots back out. Um, the ballsy play that was called was fourth and one. Oh yeah, that too, man. On that same drive to end the game, they could have they could have won it there. And Mahomes pretends to hand the ball off to a receiver, and for some reason, the defensive line and the linebackers of the Niners bit on it and went towards the receiver. And Mahomes just squirts out for 12, 14, 15 yards. And Romo, you know, whoever's doing the announcing is going out there saying, How did you fall for that? How did you fall for that? You had to have known that Mahomes was going to be the one running the ball on fourth and one. And it wasn't even like a quarterback sneak. Mahomes had to run to the right a few yards and then hook a left and, and, and sweep around. That was one of the best plays of the game. And I cannot believe the Niners fell, for, fell it. for it. But you know what? Mahomes was getting free and he had an open path to run because more than not, it was Travis Kelsey that was helping him block up front. Yeah. He would make a hole, and Mahomes would just take off. Some of the blocking going on yesterday was just insane on both sides from the wide receivers. Oh, the yeah. wide receivers were sticking DBs and linebackers. It wasn't like they were just going out there and, you know, getting a love tap on them to try to slow them down. But, man, what a great game this was yesterday. Everyone on our, our chat line talking about the uh, quarterback runs that uh, that were designed for Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes yesterday, nine carries for 66 yards. Think about that. He was 14 fewer, 14 fewer yards than Christian McCaffrey was Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And now he is married to next year's swimsuit model, 
Brittany Mahomes. Man, people are giving Patrick Mahomes' wife so much crap. They're like, she's not even a solid five. I'm like, man, say what you okay, want she's to. Hot. She's say hot. Say what you want to about the girl. But you know what? They've been together since they've been in high school. That's a real one. That's somebody you can ride or die with, dude. Yes. Yeah, first of all, That's a, loyal. a, she's hot, dude. Come on, yeah. man. If, if she walked into any bar that we're at, we'd all be looking at her. B, she's had several kids. Okay. She still looks good. After she looks good, kids, right? Man. There's a difference between having, there's a difference in bodies when you've had no kids and and, and those who ha- have had kids. It's, yeah. it's a change, right? I'm not saying it's better or worse. I'm just saying that there is a change that to be had. But like you said, she's ride or die. She was not with him because he was a star quarterback in college yes. or uh, as a as an NFL player. She was in the end. He, he was like in ninth or tenth grade, and she was in eleventh. Yeah, man, that's that's your ride or die right there. And also, she also played college sports. Yeah, she's an athlete herself. And the things that he do, that she does with the money that he generates in the uh, in the sporting world in Kansas City from. The soccer leagues that go on over there, dude, she does a really good job, man. And Doesn't lie. She's annoying because of Jackson Mahomes. I think that if Jackson Mahomes didn't exist, people wouldn't think well, that badly. She cut the Brady. dead weight already. I don't know if you saw that video. He tried to get into a party. Yeah. That she was there. You know, he saw her there and he went up to the security guard and he's like, hey, that's my sister-in-law. Let me through. And he's like, no. No. We're not letting you through it. She looked over and saw him, and she's like, eh. oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, part of it is, is that uh, if you saw Jackson Mahomes partied the day before the Super Bowl with Travis Kelsey's ex-girlfriend. Ah. And apparently, you know, Travis Kelsey's ex-girlfriend, uh, who's a sports journalist, uh, they were together for five years and a very attractive woman. She's a little bit petty these days. And they're trying to make it sound like, oh, they just bumped into each other in Vegas. Yeah. So I think that might have something to do with it, man. Uh, I just hope um, Mahomes' dad uh, had an Uber. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, but, okay, but here's the thing. Uh, TMZ.com uh, has a video of Taylor Swift and her her uh, her man partying up in Vegas. You got it afterwards. on the screen? Yeah, I have it on the screen right All now. Right, here we go. So uh, apparently they knew Taylor Swift was in there. Post Malone performed at this particular nightclub over at uh, Resorts World, and they partied it up over there. Post Malone, who, by the way, is going to be singing with tra- with uh, Taylor Swift in her new album, which comes out in April. Uh, but apparently they partied it up. Uh, you saw Travis Kelsey take to the stage with the trophy, doing the whole Yeti thing. You got to fight for your right to party and all that stuff. Uh, I'm happy for Travis Kelsey, dude. I'm happy for him. And all the shit he would have gotten today had they lost all the shit that he would have gotten from far white right wing media from all the magas of the world dude he is bathing in maga tears right now man <laughs> it rained maga tears man hey, man i know that uh shout out to our boy matt lerma man he was saying the best part about the super bowl yesterday yeah he won 30 dollars, man <laughs> there you go get your money brother get your money dude Got to talk about the halftime show. Halftime show yesterday by Usher. Give me a letter grade. I want to be brutally honest with you, man. I was watching it with the wife, right? I was just sitting down. I wasn't even drinking yesterday. I was just chilling, right? Yeah. And I said, are you ready? Here comes the halftime show with Usher. She's like, yeah, yeah, let's watch it. So we're watching, and she's like, that was awful. And I told her, you know what? His performance, solid two. It was the cameos. That that made it a six for me, you know. So, 
it wasn't the best. And let's be honest, it was not the best performance that we have seen. It was very mediocre. But what made the performance good were the cameos. Well, okay, it complemented what he had going on. So yeah. let, let, let's talk about this real fast. Um, I saw it twice. I saw it, you know, when it first came out. And then I saw it earlier this morning. I wanted to watch it again. I liked it. It's all right. I mean, it was all right. No, I'm not going to give it a solid two out of ten. I'm going to give it a good seven and a half. I said six. It was a two. His performance was a two. The no, cameo bumped it up a, to you six. You can't be at a six and then go to two. There was no, nothing. He, there was nothing wrong with his performance. His performance was the, all that. The, the weird thing about his performance, though, is that his catalog of music is so ex, is so extensive that it's like, what songs do you do you play? Which ones do you not? Yeah. He managed in those 13 minutes to go out there and show 15, 20 songs, even if it's a blurb, even if it's just two lines, right? He went out there and did basically his entire catalog, and then you see Alicia Keys at the keyboard, bro, at the, at the piano coming bro. out, to two seed. <laughs> no, Alicia Keys. She was looking good, oh, dude. Man, she looks. She's a goddess, bro. Oh, okay. Well, I, I was goddess. I, I was not saying bad. I mean, she's a goddess, bro. She came out there, but and man, she was if that's your wife and you have, man, come on, bro, dude. It's an acting performance. They're no. singing my boo, dude. Did you see what they did to you yesterday? Wow, what's that? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, I don't want to see any memes of me yet. <laughs> Oh, we'll do that later, dude. Well, let's talk more about the halftime show. I'm going to give it a seven and a half out of ten. Uh, I did like Usher roller skating. Is that the first time we've ever had a roller skating? I think so, man. I think I'm going to so. see if I can find any any video of that. But him <laughs> roller skating, I, I was like, I was like, is he on skates? Is he on skates? Yeah. We're seeing some photos here look, of it all. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't seen that one, but uh, that was funny. Ooh, bro, I said, that one had me laughing. That, that was stitches that, yesterday. That, that one's a good one. That one's a good one. <laughs> Halfway through the show, he's roller skating, but then he saw what he had ludicrous. He had a little John come out. Joe, he had domain. He had domain Dupree, man. Jermaine Dupree. He yeah. looked awful, dude. I oh, thought, I know. And people thought it was CeeLo Green. <laughs> yeah. He had Will I Am, dude. If I was Will I Am, I wouldn't be wearing a helmet. I I would want people to know that that is me. Uh, but his performance was pretty good, dude. I, I liked it. Do you know what I liked about it? Let me tell you what I liked about the performance. I like the fact that we're not having any of the old school rockers anymore, dude. I don't want to see Aerosmith's old crusty ass out there. Oh, come on. Or the man. Who. Or, Aerosmith's oh, good, bro. I love Aerosmith. Steven Tyler, he can I, still see I love man. Aerosmith. I love Aerosmith. I don't want to see Aerosmith. I don't want to see the Who. I don't want to see Led Zeppelin. What I'm trying to say is, is that if you were popular in the 70s, You've had your day in the sun. Get the fuck out. I don't ever want to see you ever again. <laughs> All you boomers and early Gen Xers, no more. I want everything between eight. If you grew up going to high, going to high school from 1990 to 2005, it is our time to shine. Okay? We saw that last year when we had, what, 50 Cent? We had uh, Eminem out there. We had... Yeah. You know, all of the, the rappers from back in the day, Dre and all of those guys. That's what I want to see. OK, because now we're saying the people who have money these days are who ages 45 to 55. It is now my time to shine. I want to see that. I don't want to see the Britney Spears of the world or the Justin Timberlakes. I want to see some of these artists like Usher. Dude, Usher 
has a huge catalog of music. Hey. And I don't want to see any 75-year-old rocker up there just dragging ass. I didn't hey. I didn't dude. Red Hot Chili Peppers when they performed with Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars did a fantastic job. The Chili Peppers looked like shit when they went up there. Yeah, and man, I love get, the Chili Peppers. You're getting old, bro. You're getting old. Stop you know? getting old. Oh, they're getting no, old. No, that's what I'm saying. When you get old, I mean, you can't do what you used to when you were in your 20s or 30s, bro. Ooh, Daniel Castro says, the only time I will agree with Jimenez, I don't know exactly what he's talking about there. but I think uh, he's talking about you, about the performances and whatnot. Yeah, you know? I just, I don't want to see old acts anymore. I think that this is great because it's a good <laughs> middle ground. I love this one, man. I'd rather see The Who than Mike and Cowboy Attire. <laughs> dude, The Who is for boomers, dude. I mean, I'm sorry. And, and they're great. That's you're, you're in a retirement home. You're listening to The Who, bro. Exactly. I mean, come on. And, and then you get these people who get all offended, who get all offended like, well, I mean, he's no Michael Jackson. He's no <laughs> Prince. Look at Mario Cavazos. Jermaine Dupree had little girl socks on with some Mary Janes. <laughs> Dude, Jermaine Dupree looked like a, a an urban version of ACDC. Was that that dude with the with the, the the shorts? Oh shit! Daniel Castro says, "Saka la meme, saka la meme." <laughs> I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to show it, bro. It's it's funny, man. Saka la meme, dude. I've lost a lot of weight, dude. If I if only I was that skinny, man. Shout out to my boy. Dude, I, I, I might make that my profile pic. My boy Swiss always coming through, man. I, I, I like it. <laughs> and, 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 and people are getting upset about, like, Ooh. people are getting upset about how is he holding on to, 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 uh, what's her, what's her face? Alicia, Alicia Keys. Like, oh, she's married. And how do you hold on? Dude, they're singing a love song about being in love with each other. No. It, it, it's bro. like, it's like saying, no. it's like saying, oh my goodness. This actress is married and cannot do a scene with this other guy because she's married. Dude, they're performers, man. They're performing a song called My Boo. Okay? That's the thing. And it was like a four-second hug. Got to get over it, dude. Oh, my God. Mario Kova says, ha, 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 effing cute, your meme. <laughs> I, I want to see. I wanna, I'm going to fast forward to the roller skating. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. The, that the, was pretty cool, the, uh, you know what? The dude can skate, baby. He, he can, can skate. skate. That's a skill, bro. That's a skill. Not only that, he went he went under the legs of uh between the legs of of uh Will I Am. Hey man, I was afraid for Usher at that point. I'm like, bro, you're already getting up there in age. The knees don't <laughs> hold up like they no, used no, to. No, man. no, 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 Because as Manu Ginobili tweeted yesterday, he wants to look just like usher with the, with the abs he goes hey. we're, we're both in our mid-40s how do you have those abs he's got personal trainer man yep personal trainer dude because he, he's gonna go i think on a world tour is what he announced yeah. so he's been getting in shape you know if you're gonna be on stage and performing and this was just a little taste but i was kind of afraid for usher man he was sweating a lot dude <laughs> he was sweating a lot man well, he, was, he was all over the place man and i he know had... man but i'm saying like you get old you're getting up there in age bro you can't move like you used to dude you can get tired dude watching uh little john go out there they're doing from the windows to the wall but they didn't say the rest <laughs> of the line man little john still looked like a little troll bro a little <laughs> treasure troll he's <laughs> ugly as sin dude again this is all courtesy of cbs sports by the way you can check out the uh, 
halftime performance on YouTube. <laughs> it was a very Atlanta performance. Jermaine Dupree on roller skates, man. I loved it. I, oh, I, I'm God, looking at it now. Man. Seven. It's not as good as as uh, Bruno Mars, aka Pete Hernandez. Hey, it's not as good as Prince. Prince like set the bar so dude, high. Dude, bro. Prince is a legend. That that performance, and he did he Purple did, Rain man. in the rain. Like 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 he didn't give a damn, and he got electrocuted on stage. He's dude, like, I'm dude, doing God this, showed man. up for the performance, dude. He he he, like, he made it rain. God made it rain during Purple Rain. You know what, man? I got to say, Rihanna's performance was better than Usher's, and she was pregnant, bro. Well, Rihanna's Rihanna, dude. Rihanna's R- just like, she's she just did her thing. Rihanna's dude. a legend. And she but, got bangers, but, dude. She but, had a lot of bangers. But what I liked about this is that you didn't have that whole weird thing where it was like uh, Bruno Mars going to Red Hot Chili Peppers, which it doesn't ma- this doesn't <laughs> mix. But you're, you're watching this show with Usher, and it's like, oh, well, he does have that song with Alicia Keys. He does have that song with with uh, Ludacris and with with Little John, so it it didn't it flowed very well, dude. Look it, at Chris Gonzalez. I thought Usher was not going to make it through the legs. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> I wasn't the only one. I, I got, wasn't the only one. Yeah, and dude, he he snapped back up, man. Oh no, Mario Cavazos next year. La Loca, Britney Spears will be performing with the knives. Time. With dude, the knives, <laughs> they showed another video of her, man. She is on something, dude. Like. She needs some help, bro. Honestly, yeah. got to get her some help, man. She don't want that help, though. All right, let's get into some of the commercials from the Super Bowl. Which one was your favorite one? I like the one where they had all the NFL players and they were kind of like flying like birds. Did you see? Oh that no, one? I didn't see that yeah. one. They had a guy who was up there in a like a paraglider or something. And they show all the, the NFL players. They're flying like a flock of birds. Oh, okay. Shit was funny, dude. I like the Michael Sarah for Sarah V. Sarah V. Oh, God, <laughs> man. I'm a big Michael Sarah fan. I'll be honest with you. Ever from since Superbad and Arrested Development and This is the End. But look at him, dude. He has a face that you just want to punch. Bro. Yeah, he does. And he knows it, too. That That's the whole thing about it all. Is that he's not a very attractive man. Oh man, this he was, was great a... in Juno. Yeah. The uh, uh okay, so uh Chris the Dunk Boy one was good, man. The... Okay, it wasn't that good, but I like I enjoyed it. It was funny, man, because you have Ben Affleck, right? And Matt Damon, he's like, Man, you know, I'll do anything for you, bro. And this is a- anything, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's you know, you have Tom Brady in the glasses. Yeah. Uh again, all of this courtesy of CBS Sports. Uh, Matt Damon at the end, instead of saying, how about them apples? You, he goes, how about them donuts? <laughs> donuts. <laughs> it's funny, though, because they have, uh, what's your name? Jayla. Jennifer Lopez there. And she's like, no, no, no. You all are going to put this on the album. She's like, y'all can go. But Tom, you could stay. <laughs> <laughs> there were some religious ones going on yesterday that people were kind of freaked out about. Not gonna get into it, but I th- I found that to be funny. Uh, things that piss people off, but the Super Bowl commercials were were pretty good yesterday. Uh, uh, there was a, a lot of trailers for certain movies. A lot of trailers, man. Uh, Ariana Grande gonna be coming out in uh, Wicked. I got no interest in watching that. I know my daughter probably gonna go see it. You know, she'll probably make me go with her. Yeah. But I got no interest in that, man. The Planet of the Apes one looked fire, dude. I want to see that one. Is Planet of the Apes any good? It's good, dude. I think I've seen one one time, but it just did nothing for me. No, nah, man, because you ain't a fan. You ain't seen the originals, dude. I saw the originals. I grew up on that stuff, man. I like it. 
And you know what? The other one that looked good too is that uh Wolverine and Deadpool or Deadpool yeah, and Wolverine. The, the, the that Dead, shit that looks looked good. funny, dude. That did look good. That we'll, shit looks fun. We're taking a look at the wicked yeah. movie with uh Ariana Grande. I was at a house party where all the women that were at the house party started screaming when they saw this. They said, This looks like like it's gonna be so good. And then they all said, then they saw Ariana Grande and they were like, Home wrecker. Oh home wrecker. God, man. I'm not, I'm not gonna watch this movie by choice, but my but daughter. But you're gonna you're gonna watch it anyway. She'll make me go with her, man. I'm telling you, like my daughter, this is it's part of having a daughter, right? When yeah. my wife's not around and my daughter's here visiting, she makes me watch like half a day's episodes with her. I can't leave. She makes me watch "Say Yes to the Dress," and I'm like, bro, somebody help me, man. I want to get out of here. She won't let me leave. <laughs> the the the, uh, the one that I have to watch back in the day with my kids is um is is it cake or or cake wars oh god any of the baking ones oh my god no thank you they just they binge through that stuff man that's my daughter on say yes to the dress just where you going i'm like i want to leave man help a brother out like let me go (laughs) she won't let me go the odds came out for super bowl 2025 by the way you want to see where everyone is going? Early odds for the Super Bowl next year. Cowboys. That's <laughs> our year. So right now, if you believe the Chiefs are going to go for three in a row, you can get seven to one odds plus 700. Not bad, man. I mean, that's to get, a, to get a back-to-back champion at seven to one hey, odds. Jerry said he's all in this next season, oh, bro. Fuck Jerry Jones, dude. <laughs> you know what that means? It's going to be good enough for what? A first round exit once again, dude. dude Come on, Jerry dude. Jones. He Stop. just wa- he just wants your money, dude. Stop it, Jerry. He just wants your money. But let's look at some of these odds here because I got them right here. We've got uh, San Francisco at five and a half to one odds, the favorite. So really, Vegas right now is believing that there could be another rematch between these two teams. Ravens at eight and a half to one. The Bills at ten to one. The Lions at hey. twelve to one. I might be on the Bills. I might be in the Bill Bills bandwagon. I might join the Bills, Bills mafia. mafia, bro. The Bengals with a healthy Joe Burrow at thirteen to one. Look at this, man. The Cowboys and Eagles falling out of favorites, sixteen to one and eighteen to one. Dolphins at twenty to one, followed by Green Bay at twenty-two to one. Also at twenty-two to one, the Houston Texans. Man, then you've got the Chargers, the Jets. Jets. No, mom is going those Jets. Dude. Jacksonville at thirty-five to one. The Rams at thirty-five to one. If if it is true, as Jason Garcia says, that the Rams are are reloading thirty-five to one odds. Coach Geo, he's a, he's a Rams fan, dude. Big. Rams oh, fan. Dude, then 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 it then his. His logic don't make sense. Then Rams, he goes Rams in the three P. My no, Saints Gio. at seventy five to one. Mm. Go to sleep, Gio. Go to sleep. I know you stayed up all night watching that Super Bowl. Carolina Panthers at two hundred and fifty to one odds. Um, I liked all the memes yesterday that said that Taylor Swift uh, made it to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl in her rookie season. Oh, they put one <laughs> with her and Dak, which had me laughing. <laughs> Super Bowl appearances since, you know, whatever year, whatever. And it shows Cowboys zero, Taylor Swift one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, all these columns about Usher. No, man. Doing a four second hug with her. Come on. And she's all into it. Like, it's okay, bro. It's a performance. No, dude. bro. No. I'd be livid, bro. They, I would have jumped on stage they and grabbed made that. out on the video. I would have snatched Usher's soul out of his body, bro. You don't touch my wife like that. 
I'm those I'm I'm fighting, bro. I'm gonna get kicked out of this place. I don't give a damn. <laughs> it's a performance, man. It's a performance. No, That's no. all that they're doing. No. No. Man, you all don't even know, bro. Y'all don't TMZ even know. TMZ Sports man. saying Mahomes and Kelsey had an epic Super Bowl rager with the chain smokers and Post Malone. Hey, Posty sporting his cowboy gear out there, bro. Yeah, that's the only way the Cowboys made it. Yeah. Hey, they they had an appearance. Hey, no one bitched and complained <laughs> when they were po- when they were panning around to the camera and showing that uh, Jay Z was there with Beyonce, and they showed you know all Ariana Grande was there and yeah. all these celebrities. No one bitched and complained, but they showed three seconds of Taylor Swift and people lost their collective mind. Hey, did you see that picture they had of everybody up there in the, and I guess in the the little box that they had, or the suite, should I say? It looked like a roller coaster picture. They have them all together. Yeah. And it looks like they were on a roller coaster. People actually got that picture, and they were like superimposing it with Photoshop of them on a roller coaster ride, or the what is it like Splash Mountain at Disney and stuff like that. It was funny, man. Did you see the uh, the the grief that? Uh... Kylie Kelsey is getting. That's Jason Kelsey's wife. Why is she getting grief, man? She's getting grief because okay. So tell me if you think this is right or wrong. So it's this photo right here. Let me see if I can blow this up here. Um, <laughs> I like his outfit, man. He wore. Oh, let me get this off. He wore Kansas City Chiefs gear. Looks like overalls. Nothing wrong with that. He's he's sporting his bro. Okay, so that was the first question I had. There was, do you think that it's cool? For someone to wear the 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 jersey of another team, he's supporting his brother. He's retired, bro. Well, he's not retired yet. Well, he's got he's already announced that he was going to retire. It's been known. Now he does have a T-shirt that says Big Yeti, which is Travis Kelsey's yeah, that's nickname. His bro. But Kylie Kelsey has never worn Chiefs gear. She did wear red the Super Bowl yesterday, but it's the Cincinnati Bearcats that she wore. Which is the college that that both Travis and Jason Kelsey went to? Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. She's supporting her brother-in-law and her husband, man. (sighs) Dude, that's lame, dude. And I like Kylie Kelsey, dude. She's a joy to listen to on the New Heights podcast. But no, man, wear the Chiefs gear, dude. And I know she's a big-time Eagles fan because not only her husband uh, has has played for them, Hall of Fame career, future Hall of Famer. Uh, and she was a fan of the Eagles beforehand. But come on, man. That's your brother-in-law. You got to do it. Chris Gonzalez says, Kylie's a Philly girl. She's an Eagles fan for life. Dude, her husband's a Hall of Famer, a future Hall of Famer for that team. And he's sporting the big Yeti shirt and the overalls, or the overall look, rather, for his brother. That's brotherly love right there, man. He don't give a damn. He's like, my bro is in the Super Bowl. I'm gonna go support him. Man. And the fact that they played each other, man. Yeah. Last year, that that was that's that's that brutal. Was sad. <laughs> that was brutal, man. That was brutal. And if you ever saw the video on the field where uh, his mother came out there, the the uh, Mama Kelsey yeah, goes out man. there, and instead of celebrating with Travis, ran to her son who yeah, lost, console him, man. to console him. And then she, he was like, after like ten or fifteen seconds, was like, now go celebrate with Trav. He needed his mama's hug, dude. I thought he was going to cry, man. Yeah. But he does have a ring. Yeah, man. Brother has three, though. Brother has three. It's kind of like that whole Eli Payton thing. Chris Gonzalez. Brown's winning it all next year, man. Not Deshaun Watson's a quarterback. Nah, bro. 
to quote a, to, 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 a, a song from Taylor Swift, Karma. Karma won't allow it. Not Karma, Deshaun, man. Karma's a guy on the Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> you need, what's that guy? What's that guy, the quarterback for the Browns now? Uh, Joe Flacco. Flacco. You need Flacco. <laughs> you need Flacco, man. But, dude, let's talk about Patrick Mahomes real fast. Do you think that Patriots fans are getting butt hurt these days because we're already anointing Patrick Mahomes as the GOAT? Okay, so we go through it. Brady has seven. Montana has four. I think Bradshaw has four. And then you have Aikman, and you've got Mahomes with three. The best quarterback of all five is Patrick Mahomes. He is also the worst quarterback of the five, if you think about it. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes will do. There was one play in the game yesterday. I want to say it was in the fourth quarter where he was trying to throw the ball away. And there were like three Niner players who could have potentially intercepted the pass. It magically landed between all three of the players. And he was just trying to get, he threw it like a grenade. Now that is a pass that Aikman never would have thrown. That's a pass that Brady never would have thrown. So he gets away. Dude, Mahomes is lucky a lot, man. There are certain plays that he does where he should not fundamentally be doing some of this shit. But at the same time, yeah, he gets it done. There's certain things that he can do that Brady could never even think of, that Aikman could never have tried, that Montana couldn't have done. Montana had the ability to play with Jerry Rice. You had Lynn Swan with Bradshaw, right? You have uh, um, Michael Irvin with Troy Aikman. Dude, Mahomes is playing with scrubs, dude, as wide receivers. Now, I know he has Travis Kelsey, one of the greatest tight ends of all time. But then again, every other great team had a good tight end. On the on the on the outsides though, outside outside the the numbers, he threw to nobody this year. Tyreek Hill is gone. He's been gone for a couple of seasons. Yeah, man. Who is this guy throwing to, dude? In any mock draft, I want to see the Chiefs draft offensive lineman, wide receiver, offensive lineman, wide receiver, offensive lineman, wide receiver. Give this guy a weapon because imagine if he had one. What I fear is that they're going to see that this guy is so good. That they're going to decide he doesn't need the weapons. He'll just fi- he'll just figure it out. Yeah, man. Shout out to the Spurs, man. They got a. They're going to be back on the road again, facing the Toronto Raptors today. Of course, it's going to be a six p.m. tip because they're in the East Coast time, you know. So you can see it on Bally Sports Southwest. No, thank you. But yeah, it's probably going to be another L, man. Yeah, uh, Spurs uh, are are. Ofer on the rodeo road trip, 10 and 43 on the season, 5 and 22 on the road. Uh, the Raptors aren't that good. Now, the Spurs might actually help themselves by losing because that Toronto pick that we have from them is top six protected. Right yeah. now, Toronto is favored by six and a half points. But if you go on to tankathon.com, top six protected, right? Top six protected. Toronto has now the seventh worst record in the NBA. And they've David Outwater. 
He's saying the Spurs need to lose to get Toronto's pick. Yeah, true that true that. I mean, very much so. Give some space between Memphis and Toronto because Memphis yeah. is falling off the cliff. Also, yeah. uh, if you take a look at the odds, though, of the Spurs, see, see right now because last week at this time, Toronto had the sixth worst record and the Spurs had a fifty-four percent chance of getting it. So it was kind of like a coin flip by by them dropping to seventh. Or actually, get you know, you know, seventh worst record. Uh, you're talking about the Spurs having a 67 to 68 percent chance of getting it. Yeah, there's a big difference. Spurs fans, if you want two picks this year, you're cheering for a loss tonight. True enough, man. The Toronto Raptors. Hey, man, if you want an L, Coach Pop, just go ahead and start Collins, man. Guaranteed L, you start that booty crumbs, man. <laughs> I'm going to simulate the lottery just for fun. Let's do it one time. Oh, God. Oh, my God. This would be the worst case scenario. Worst case scenario when I simulated the lottery was was Toronto winning the lottery and the Spurs dropping all the way to number seven. That is the <laughs> worst case scenario. I don't want to. Oh. I don't want to end on that. Let's simulate it one more time. Okay. Spurs at four with Reed Shepard out of Kentucky and Jacoby Walter out of Baylor. Yikes, that's worst case scenario for me too. Let's do it again. Oh my god, dude. Can I just get it one time with a good draft? Uh, this is pissing me off. Oh, there you go. Nicola Topic, Jacoby Walter. I, I can handle I can hang with that. I can hang with that. Uh takeathon.com will let you pass time very, very well. But the Spurs again back in action, six o'clock on Valley Sports app. I'm done with the Spurs this year when it comes to the app, dude. If I go to a bar and they're playing, great. If if I'm if if I'm not at a bar. I'm not going to give Bally Sports any more money. It's not going to pay any attention <laughs> to it, dude. Man. Hey, you know what? I made some new videos, dude. So we're going to play one of the new videos to encourage everybody to subscribe, like, and share what we're doing here at the Alamo City Sportscast. So without further ado, here we go. So make sure you go and show us some love, man. You're liking the stream right now mm -hmm. hit that like button tell your friends to subscribe we need to get our subscriber base up so we can go ahead and and it helps the show grow you know it helps us get more exposure so we appreciate everything that everybody does for us we appreciate you guys watching and we also made some other little like videos and we're going to have some new let's say uh things that we're going to be doing on the show one of those is we're going to go ahead and have something called playlist fridays so we're going to have a playlist an official playlist of the show on Spotify, and we're going to have the songs that the listeners go ahead and recommend. So when we do that, we're going to play this. <laughs> you know, just a little playlist, right? It kind of thing. When we do our throwback Thursdays and we have our throwback talk where we talk about the hotties from the 90s or the 80s or okay. the early 2000s. Gotta have that little vibe, you know? And I made something special for you. So we're going to bring back the retro movie reviews, right? Okay. You're going to have your assignment this week. We're going to do it on Throwback Thursday. And this is your new video intro. <laughs> <laughs> so when we do the retro movie review, there you go. So I was busy on the weekend just putting some stuff up there. Oh, and I also made one for us for breaking news. So we're on Twitter, you know, we're scouring the social media. We got breaking news. I like the go, sound man. of that, dude. I like the sound. You sound official now, dude. <laughs> we are uh, live on YouTube right now. Again, we also are on available on all the major podcast platforms. 
Uh, don't forget to subscribe to Jeff Garcia from Locked On Spurs and Ken's Five. Jeff G Spurs Zone on Twitter yeah, and X. And in fact, and on Threads. Let's play his ad. Locked On Spurs is your daily Spurs podcast, hosted by Jeff Garcia, the lead Spurs writer for Ken's Five San Antonio. Jeff has a healthy plethora of guests all the time on the Locked On Spurs podcast. You can also follow Jeff on threads at JeffGKens5SA. You can also follow Jeff on Twitter at JeffGSpursZone. So make sure you go ahead and give Jeff a follow not only on threads and Twitter, but also on YouTube at YouTube.com forward slash at Locked On Spurs. This is where you're going to be able to find the replay of the Locked On Spurs podcast. Make sure to like, subscribe, and share. And we're going to give Jeff some love. We got to give some love to our boy, Chris Leha, man, over with MCS General Contracting. MCS General Contracting, more than 30 years of combined experience and concrete placement. They are the best in the business. Honest pricing, high-quality work. They get going on house foundations, driveways, concrete patio decks. If you want to extend the deck, extend the driveway. If you're a business and you need to put together a slab, a parking lot or other concrete placement services or sidewalks. Reach out to MCS General Contracting at 210-774-9155. They're confident in their skills, so give Chris Leha over at MCS General Contracting a call at 210-774-9155. And thank you for being a sponsor of this show. In fact, I'm going to give Chris Leha a call, man, because I got a crack right here in my walkway. Yeah. So I'm going to need his expertise to let me know. Do I just got to rebuild the whole thing or is there something I could do to fix it? Let me know, you know, so I'm going to tell him to come over. I'll pay him in Modelo. You know? <laughs> That's the way we do it these <laughs> days, man. That's the way we do it. Hey, I'm uh, taking a look at Adam Schefter. What is this that I'm reading on? I, I, I feel like this is a lie. I feel like this Let's is a lie. So I don't want to be, I don't want to be. Um... All right. So Skip Bayless. Oh, he. You already lost me when you said skip. Well, no, because I've been seeing this on, on on other pages about Rex Ryan wanting to join the Cowboys staff again as a defensive coordinator. Oh, man. Interesting. As we know, uh, the Cowboys lost their defensive coordinator to the to Dan Quinn, made his way over to uh, the uh, Washington Commanders. The idea was Mike Zimmer was going to be hired as defensive coordinator, but does that mean that Rex Ryan is now in the loop? Apparently, there's uh, some issues going on. Adam Schefter is doing some reporting right now. I'm going to follow that today. So I don't know, I don't know much about that to give a good uh, impression of the two. Yeah, David Alwer says we had Rob Ryan, not Rex, his brother. Okay, it's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, look at this here. Chris Gonzalez wins the race. We got to get you and Leha to race. I'm telling you, man, we got that field right here over, over by Stevens or Stevens High School. Well, okay, here's the thing. Um, I'm actually going to go for a run today because I feel just bad about how much I ate and drank this weekend. <laughs> I think I'm going to try to do five miles today. <clears throat> you need to get some electrolytes in your system, man. Well, what I'm going to do is I want to find a, a flat surface and run four or five miles. Because, man, I run up and down hills like three and a half miles, and I'm beat. But that's hills. Just go do a couple laps around the, the track at Stevens. Man. No, because you have all that red shit on your feet at the end of it. It destroys your shoes. I hate running on a track. Uh, I, I like going on, on, on uh, you know, like a flat surface or a relatively flat surface. But one thing I won't be running in is boots. Okay, we got to talk about the boots. 
Oh God. I posted man. the photos, dude. I and and come on, man. Why would people give me crap about this? We were talking about this last week. I went to the rodeo with some friends and I decided to get in the mix. Oh, I'm, I was going to get in the mix and I was going to take part in the rodeo attire and I posted photos. Now, what I didn't post was the photo of like fully of myself, but here are the boots. You yeah, showing them? I'm showing them right now. Those were the boots. They were comfortable. I probably walked four or five miles in them because I was at the rodeo grounds for a while. The crap part of it, though, was this. I'm trying to leave and I'm walking friends to their car to make sure that they're okay. Or at least I walk them in the direction of their car. I'm making my way back and I realize I had already gone through the exits of the rodeo. Oh, damn. they were refusing to let me back in. So they're like, oh, if you need to go to your car over here, you got to walk around. You got to walk around the rodeo grounds to make that happen. Dude, that was going to add like an extra mile to my walk back to the car. And at that point, my feet were killing me, not because the boots were uncomfortable, but because I was just on my feet all day long. Yeah. So I kind of bitched and moaned about it, and they finally let me back in. So I finally was able to get a straight shot to my car. But by the time I got to my car, from where I was to my car, I timed it was a 24-minute walk. I bet. And by the time I got into my car, I was like, my truck, I was like, oh, my God, my feet are killing me. Had nothing to do with the boots. The boots might be, I, I joked that I would only do it once a week. I mean, once a year. I might. They're, it, they're comfortable. It, it, it might be a thing, dude. It might be a thing. Uh, Jacob, Eric reaches out and says, the boots looked okay, uh, but the jeans looked a little young. Blood. Oh, like a high water? Is that what you say? Yeah. No, actually, they were actually they were good. They were good. I, I have a full-length photo that I didn't put down in there because people were going to give me shit. Yeah, Tim Gonzalez asked me, Joe, did you see The Rock slap Cody Rhodes last week? Yeah, I did, man. It's all hype, man. They're doing all this kind of stuff because they have WrestleMania coming up, man, so they got to do their thing. Yeah, WrestleMania bores me to tears. No, that's a Super Bowl of wrestling, bro. <sighs> it's wrestling. Um, what What was wrong with my shirt? And it's not purple. It's blue and white. It looks purple, bro. It's blue and it, white. It looks purple. And it's Wrangler, the brand right there behind the behind the the beer can, right? The beer. I was trying uh, to be like Spernandez. I was trying to collect uh, the the cups, stacking cups. That's just uh, one cup. Well, that was my first cup. Yeah. As you can tell by my eyes, I wasn't drunk yet. Uh, it says Wrangler in the cursive letters on the other side of my shirt, right there. But man, every time you drink a beer like that, that's nightmare fuel, man nightmare fuel. how so oh, man look at those eyes they tell you a lot there's a lot of pain <laughs> there's a lot of pain in those eyes bro i i like how this has become a thing dude and and my son elias elias who's not really my son but he is my he's son he's drinking a beer too yeah he posted that too I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to find that real fast i thought that was funny side by side comparison man i told him I was like my son mijo come here let's let, let, let let's see him do an impersonation of me here what is this guy posting? Jesus. Oh, I saw that too. The meme of uh, Kermit and Mahomes. Dude, that shit was funny. Well, I was trying to post it, but apparently Sith lives on on Twitter. Jeez. Oh, well, he's posting. Oh, wait, that wasn't me. Okay. We got the, we saw the one with you, man. You're getting cooked again, bro. Oh, here oh, we go. Here we go. Here's a side by side. 
God. It's a great look, dude. It's a great look. I think we should all have like people put a thread together for all this. No. <laughs> He's calling it the MJ Acquired Taste Challenge. Jesus, man. <laughs> Just look to the side. What did you say? It looks like I'm making love to the, to the you're beer. You're making love to the cup, man. <laughs> I'm like, why, dude? Why? That is so funny, dude. Yeah, but you know what? You got to think of something, man. For Throwback Thursday, we're going to have your retro movie review. I'll figure something out. What movie do you want to watch? I actually want to do a TV show. Oh, we'll do a TV show. I've never seen Knight Rider. Watch it. At least watch the first episode. It, it goes with the, 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 the video that you have there because it's like the car driving. Oh, yeah, yeah. It kind of goes with it. So I want to give that a try. Mario Cavazos reaches out to us and says, you need to wear those boots to the Oyster Bake uh, once again. I was invited to Nyosa. I might actually do Nyosa this year. Nyosa is not bad, man. But you know what? After a certain time, it, it, it's a bit too much. You can't even move. I feel I get claustrophobic, dude. Do you ever notice that some parts of town call it Nyosa? Nyosa, Nyosa. It's Nyosa, bro. <laughs> You're like, night in old San Antonio is not Spanish, right? Yeah, it's Nyosa, man. It's Nyosa. But you know, I mean, prices have gone up, dude. So yeah. your tickets, they don't go as far as they used to, man. Here's the zoom in. By the way, oh, again, God. our new show. Tell us about this new show. We, we've got a new show on the Alamo City Podcast Network. Yeah. We also, I noticed that we have a new Twitter handle as well for the network itself. Yeah, we have a new Twitter handle that's going to be coming out here. I believe it's the, I forgot what it is. I, I wrote it down somewhere. It's like Alamo City Podcast Network or Alamo City Pod or something like that. But either way, man, we have uh, Rudy's new show is going to be coming out. It's going to be premiering today. So make sure you all go show Lu Rudy some love. You're watching our show. Make sure you go and watch Rudy's show on the same network here, the Alamo City Podcast Network. And it's going to be starting at 2 o'clock, and it goes all the way to 3.30. So make sure you interact with Rudy. You know, show him the same love that you're showing us, you know. Well, we'd love to, to go ahead and see you guys over there uh, supporting the show, you know, and keeping it go. And if you want to support our show also by – uh, advertising either with our show or with the two shots podcast or whether it be uh, 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 Rudy Campos's uh, show as well uh, let us know uh, we're in talks right now with a couple of companies which is pretty there cool and uh, hopefully make a big announcement pretty soon but everyone enjoy the day again congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs winner of Super Bowl 58 a fantastic game we'll be talking more about it or actually uh, Rudy Campos Jr. will be talking more about it at two o'clock on this network same place two o'clock over there yep two o'clock spurs tonight six o'clock six and a half point underdogs go raptors we need that pick yeah we do my name is mike Jimenez. that's joe garcia see you back here tomorrow peace